Anyway, so long story short, if we find the frequency of the secret room in the hotel, we could find all the pirate treasure. Incredible. I got the milk. The hot chocolate shortage is finally over. What are you two doing with the radio? The gremlin was just relaying a story that those pirates told him about some sort of ancient pirate treasure in the hotel, but he doesn't actually know any of the story. It's hard to remember. The ship was sinking. Not this whole thing again. The scientist spent an entire year looking for that. That was way back when he was with- So it is real. No, it's not real. It's completely preposterous. Who could believe that centuries ago, the famous pirate, Captain Millicent Stormgrave, docked at the hotel and hid all of her riches in the depths of the building? It's ludicrous. They say that she stored gold coins, rubies, diamonds, and even hid her prized possession, her ship, the Lady Maelstrom, within the hotel walls. The legend then states that the ship contained her famous hat, adorned with a peacock feather and a crimson lining. Who could believe such nonsense? Okay, well, I wasn't bothered before, but if there's even the slightest chance a hat like that is hidden somewhere, I have to try and find it. Don't you worry, demon. We're gonna find it. Imagine what we could do with all that treasure. Fantastic. Well, you two have fun. Try to not break the radio. Have either of you seen the scientist? We need to tidy up this instant. Brian, what are you doing standing about? Polish your cylinders at once. Gremlin, demon, why are you huddled around the radio? You're supposed to be doing your ponderology lessons. Wait, what are you doing? Well, you see, there's this is, this is pirate who left all day. Okay, there is no time for this. Make yourselves presentable. He's coming. What will you find through the attic door? Genius minds and so much more. The hotel management? The mice? Stanley? Who are the management? And the mice? Oh, we really need to catch the demon up. But this is far more important. It's Nick. Nick's here. Brian, it's Nick. He's here. Well, that's nothing to worry about. Nick is lovely. It'd be nice to see him. What's in Nick? He's only the most gorgeous human man you will ever see in your life. I don't even know how to begin describing him. Yes, you do. Don't you remember that you wrote Brian, that? Brian, no. Please say poem. Please say poem. You wrote that lovely poem. <laughs> Lame. Oh, please, sir. Please read it. I could really use some pointers. If it helps, I'll read one of mine first so you feel less embarrassed. <clears throat> Twigs in the air. Tennis balls in my hair. I don't have hair. Except in a hairball. Help me. The ship is going down. I'm very scared. I don't want to drown. I wish I had hair. Right, that actually does make me feel less embarrassed because at least I didn't write that. Okay, so the poem goes like this. The sandy blonde hair that cascades to his shoulders, uh, half moon spectacles perched on his delicate nose, Hazel eyes as warm as the early spring sunset, a vision of beauty from his head to his toes. 
his cardigan's warm, his smile is warmer. He keeps travel at bay when it's right around the corner. I fell from hard and I fell from quick. There's nobody quite like my sweet darling Nick. But we broke up five years ago, so it's a moot point now, really. It's rather funny, isn't it, demon? <laughs> Are you crying? Oh no, he's here. Everybody, please, on your best behaviour. Hello. All alright? Yes, we're alright. We're very alright. We're more than alright, aren't we, gang? <sighs> completely, completely alright. <laughs> Since you asked. Yes, we're doing well, Nick. How are you? Uh, can't complain. Saw a nice film last night. Had bats in. Bats? Evil bats? Scary evil bats? Are you too a connoisseur of the dark arts? Uh, I wouldn't really go that far. Albert, who are your new roommates? One is a technical gremlin and the other is an evil demon from the depths of the underworld. Ah, classic hotel elsewhere, huh? Nice to meet you both. I'm Nick the Archaeologist. Nicholas for long. It's getting rather crowded up here. The more the merrier, I always say. Mm, sounds like you. Right, well, anyway, the reason I'm here is that we recently discovered a tomb in the endless deserts of the collapsing dunes. I found some ashes I suspect could belong to Vagus, the Wandering Emperor, and was hoping I could get your help in analysing them. Yes, of course. I'll get my equipment now. Actually, I was thinking that Brian could help. Oh, yes. Well, I can scan it and see if it matches anything in my database. Cracking. I have the ashes in this urn. Scanning. Scanning. Still scanning. Hmm. It seems the results are inconclusive. Luckily, we can run it through the algorithmic historical data analyzing matrix, though it will take a bit longer to process. It's called ADAM. The acronym is ADAM. Just call it the ADAM. Actually, it's the ADAM. Shut up. You know, it would be faster if I take a look at it and compared it to the findings from my own expeditions, you know, that I did by myself. Well, if Brian thinks that using the ADAM machine is a good idea, then it probably is. Anyway, it'll be nice to catch up whilst we wait. I think I found the secret room's frequency. Incoming secret transmission from room. A mysterious tree stump. I'm a gonna. This is it. I know don't, it. Don't panic. You're gonna be okay. What happened to the fairy? He lost the wing. Let's get him down. I'll never fly again. I'm never gonna maple leaf fly again, Mr. Al. You will. We'll fix you up once the coast is clear. Mr. Gnome, how did you get out? Everyone started casting spells, so I just sparkle blasted my way out of there. But I got the potatoes. Oh. I stashed them before coming here. Mr. Gnome, you beautiful cuddle fudger, you. Those humans were there way too quick, man. I I, I think we've got a human on the inside. You're talking gobbledygook. There's no human in our operation. Hey, God, Mr. Unicorn, it's gotta be a setup. Did you see what happened to Mr. Senor? The last I saw, he was blasting the place up with spells. We just got out of there and didn't look back. Next time, maybe we should be more gumdrop and specific about which tree stump we're meeting in. I've already been to five tree stumps before this one. What's your problem? You blasted everyone at the farm! Well, they shouldn't have rung the danger bell. At least he was being a professional. You just ran away, and we've got a human in our magical midst. Mr. Centaur, just, just get out of here. I can't trust you. I'm not leaving here without my share of the potatoes. Am I the only one being a gumdrop and professional around here? If anyone's the human... It's gotta be Mr. Fairy. If you sparkle blast Mr. Fairy, I'm gonna sparkle blast you. Whoa, so you whoa, okay, everyone calm down. I'm not thinking about it. What a waste of no life. So much glitter. 
It's okay, Mr. Fairy. We'll get, we'll get to a cleric. We'll be okay. Mr. Elf, I'm the yeah. human. They're fake wings. think they're okay? Yeah, probably. You sort of get used to it. They didn't even have the pirate treasure. I don't like potatoes. They're too starchy. Was that today? What? Oh, How about some hot beverages? Small black coffee with eight shots of espresso, please, Brian. Can I have a hot chocolate with extra marshmallows and whipped cream? But, oh, instead of marshmallows, could I have chunks of potato? Oh. <gasps> Instead of whipped cream, can I have mashed potato? Oh, and instead of hot chocolate, can I have potato, please? So, a potato, mashed potato, and extra potato. You're a genius, Brian. Ever since the radio hijack, I've had potato on the mind. And I'd like a pint of spider venom from one of the red death spiders of the Ferreted Isles. Well, I obviously don't have any of that, do I? Right, well, uh, rather leaf tea then, thanks. I'd love a cup of tea. Milk, two sugars please, Brian. Oh, don't worry, Nick, I remember. And I'll have an engine oil frappe. <clears throat> so, Nick, how did you and the scientists meet? Well, Albert and I both attended the Academy of Intellectual Ingenuity, and we met when we collaborated on a project. I believe it was something to do with scientific practices in archaeology? Yes, I think it was experimenting with cell differentiation techniques to identify the chemical compounds of ancient tissue samples. Do you remember when you got your measurements wrong and blew up the beaker? My hair was crispy four days, but at least it wasn't like the time you climbed in for the sarcophagus and got trapped for three hours. There was a gem trapped inside, I couldn't leave it. Besides, I'm sure you're the one who shut the lid. Well, I didn't know that you were still in there. Anyway, it doesn't matter because I was the one who rescued you and it wasn't even a gem. It was dust, dust on, on my glasses. glasses. <laughs> uh, we had fun. Well, that sounds like a wonderful time. Yeah, it was. It sounds like you two were cute together. Like, so cute. You should get married. I've always wanted to go to a wedding. Yeah, why aren't you getting married? Well, we aren't in a relationship anymore. But scientist, you wrote that poem. And you said that no, Nick Grim was Kremlin. the most beautiful Kremlin. man no. that you had Kremlin. ever Kremlin. seen Kremlin. and that you love him. Kremlin, shut up. Nick, how about I show you around the hotel? Well, I have seen it before. Come on, let's go. We'll take the portable transmitter in case you need us. Well, that couldn't have gone any better. Scientist, what does it mean to be in love? Well, love is... Uh, to be in love is... Well... Okay. Pass me the guitar. Oh, you mean the stringed instrument? Yes, I mean the stringed instrument. <coughs> okay, Gremlin, you have to promise never to tell Brian that I've written a song about this. I might have written a song about this. Okay, it goes like this. What does it mean to be in love? It's your favourite cardigan that fits like a glove. 
What does it mean to hold somebody near? It's diving right in without any fear. And what does it mean to give up your heart? It's like winning the game before you even start. And what does it mean to be infatuated? It's losing your best friends you had before you dated. Sometimes being in love means you lose. It's there in your heart and it clings to your bones and it's something that you can't choose. Who would ever be in love? Still hasn't got over it, has he? Sometimes it seems like he's forgotten. But as soon as you're mentioned, he acts like he hates me. Do you want me to talk to him about it? No, I think that would only make it worse. It's not your fault, Brian. I know, but I knew what I was doing to him and I kept doing it anyway. We should probably head back. Us walking off together is only going to cause more problems. You know... I've always used my demonic powers to get the back of that. That sounds like it might be fun. You need gremlin on the drum. Sometimes being in love means you lose. It's there in your heart and it clings to your bones and it's something that you can't choose. Who would ever be in love? I hope I never fall in love. Well, good. How was your little private walk? It was quite nice, actually. Mm, I bet it was. Stop it. I can see what you're trying to do. Oh, and what is that, Brian? All I'm doing is asking about your walk. No, you're accusing. We just went for a walk, Albert. That's all it was. It's always just something, isn't it? Just a walk, just a hot beverage, just an archaeological dig. But it doesn't mean anything, Albert. Well, it means something to me. Right, the secret radio signal has been found. Demon, now's not the time. Uh, sorry, not listening. The radio is already hijacking. Incoming secret transmission from Secret Geese Society. I should not be here. Well, that was tragically underwhelming. I'd be here to have got in the wrong room again. I don't have many friends, you know. 
I live in this attic and people don't like me much because I'm a robot. Nick is one of my friends and that's all there is to it. But you spent all your time together, you started doing things and not inviting me. Nick liked you more than he liked me. You don't really think that, do you? Yes, I do. Really? Yes. Because it's true, isn't it? Well, I really like Brian. But I loved you. Ah, that's the Adam. Oh, it seems like I input the analysis incorrectly. I'm sorry, Nick. We may have to start over, which could take a very long time. Ugh, you got it wrong. Brian, you're such an amateur. Let me do it like I should have done from the very beginning. Don't worry, Nick. I'll have it done in no time. Good idea, sir. Here you go. Look, you were using the add-on all wrong. Honestly, I swear I'm the only one who can get things right around here. I think I've really got it this time. I've found the secret room. I think you could be right. How about we go there now and leave the scientist and Nick alone for a moment? I can't believe that you got the analysis wrong, Brian. Yes, I must be having an off day. You did it on purpose, didn't you? Come on, let's find this treasure room. So, the results are unfortunately showing that it's not the remains you hoped for, Nick. It looks like it might be a uh, paper. Well, remember when we were at the academy and the laboratory caught on fire and you lost your research book? I couldn't replace it, but I went back and was able to recover the ashes. I sifted through every bit of ash in the room to find the right bits. I thought you might want them. I'm sorry. I, I do know that I get too jealous, but I just, I get so lonely. The thought of the two people closest to me leaving together was too much. I invented Brian, I invented the radio, and now there's Gremlin and the demon. But I still feel alone. The real reason I came is that there's another archeological dig coming up. It's six months long. You should come with me, Albert. We could have fun. And maybe you won't feel so alone. I think it would have meant more the first time. I know, but we all get things wrong sometimes. And you really shouldn't take it out on Brian, you know. You've got a nice little crew up here. With the gremlin and the demon. Even if the gremlin is a little bit strange. Yes, he is weird. But he was right. About what? I do love you. I love you too. I really should head off. Don't you want to wait and say goodbye to the others? I'd better not. Lots to do. Give them my light? You can say love, Nick. It's, it's fine. Okay. Give them my love. It was great to see you. And I'm not leaving for the dig for another week. So you have time to let me know if you change your mind. Thank you, Nick. Goodbye. That's the end of that chapter then. There was no pirate treasure anywhere. I was really looking forward to finding that hat, but we found nothing. It was just a boring residential room. Ugh. I was just as disappointed as you were, Gremlin. I really thought there was going to be some treasure there. Maybe if we hack more signals on the radio, we could still find it. Sometimes you just need to let things go. 
is what a loser would say. In the third drawer of my desk, I have a stack of notes from when I tried to find the pirate treasure that I reckon you can borrow. <laughs> Enjoy your last of freedom, crimson hat, for soon you shall be atop my head. I'm just here along for the ride. And, well, the monies. So, did Nick leave? Yes. Though I'm sure he'll be back at some point. You know how much he loves your company. He does love your company too. I know. You don't intimidate me, you big can opener. Careful what you say, scientist. I can always engage my attack protocols. Nah, you like me too much. Guilty as charged. We have the notes. We know where we're going. I think we really have it this time. Well, you should get going then. After we catch up on the Ponderology lessons you decided not to do this morning. No. This broadcast has been brought to you by Hotel Elsewhere. Scripted and trying to find my pirate treasure via the radio. Whatever all these hoteliers think of next. Though, tis rather inventive, I must admit. That attic gang seems like they'd make a fine crew. Worthy successes, perhaps. Certainly the only people here deserving of setting foot on my ship. First mate Johnson, fetch me a quill. We have a map to make. Featuring Eddie Lear as the scientist, Lou Spicer as Brian the robot, Matthew Beecham as the gremlin, Abigail Hackwood as the demon, guest starring Mike Clarkson as Nick the archaeologist, and featuring George Graveling as Millicent Stormgrave. All additional voices provided by featured artists. Audio engineering and original music by Eddie Lear. Artwork by Abigail Hackwood. If you enjoyed this adventure, please consider subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash hotel elsewhere. Thank you for listening.